This episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club, and I know, I know, another ad, right? But I personally use Dollar Shave Club all the time and have been using them for years. Uh, I remembered I would always buy the disposable razors, and I would they wouldn't last. They would cut you, and then when you would get the more expensive ones, they they were just really expensive, and you had to keep buying them until I came across Dollar Shave Club. Then, you know, it changed the game forever with razors. And now they offer way more than just razor. They offer skincare products, hair care products, hair stuff, gel, pomade, you name it. They offer a whole variety of different products. I mean, you don't believe me? Go give them a try and then you'll love them. Click the link in each episode and or our bio and you'll love them. You're going to be helping the podcast. Or if you want to help the podcast too, if you are if you go over to Anchor FM, there's a donation button. You can sign up, donate every month. Uh, thank you guys to the people who have signed up and continue to donate. I truly appreciate it. So click the link, go check out Dollar Shave Club and let's get into your episode. Welcome back to Mess Love Moves. It's your boy, the one with the Scarface, your boy Scarface. And today we have Johnny on another episode. What's up, Johnny? What's up? What's up? And then we brought back Slim G, a.k.a. Jesus. It's just Jesus. It's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and we brought him. I always call him Slim G. Yeah, he calls me Jesus. Yeah, but it's Jesus. <laughs> but we also have a special guest, uh, also known to the, the owner of La Michoacana. That's right. That's we have Gabe. Right. How do you say your last name? Gallegos. Gallegos? Gallegos. 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 But nice. Thank you for coming. I know I've been reaching out. I've probably been bugging you. No, no. It, I felt so bad. And I was like looking at the messages. I'm like, man, I've been trying to get in here since like last August. I think it's when you first texted yeah. me. And I was like, I need to make it in just because yeah. so many things going on. And Yeah, but also you got to understand because I know you do more than just uh, have that business. You have like yeah, other I have things a lot of on things this. going on. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm not going to. A lot of projects. Here, sure. Super busy then. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what people say. If you tell me, I... I'll, we'll I'm get into his busy, stories. But. Like, one of the stories that uh, somebody told me is that he's been... He works, like, all night, all day, and then ends up passing out just wherever he's at. Really? That's that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> so... I see we eat every day, so we have to work every day, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, I want people to get to know you, get to know the person behind Lemmy sure, Chicano. Sure. So, uh, are you originally from uh, Idaho? Or no, no, I was born and raised in Southern California, LA okay. area, San Pedro, to be exact. Oh, nice. So, were you born and raised? Uh, yeah, I was born and raised here, and I moved here, uh, I think it was my junior, senior year when I moved here, my towards the end of my junior year. Okay, so a, you finished I had a, here? Yeah, I had a cousin that lived in Rigby, and I came for that summer, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, Mom, I'm moving to Idaho. She's like, sure? I'm like, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> you came without yeah, your parents? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> They, and they were pretty cool with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was my cousin, and they knew it was calm, and, you mm-hmm. know, like, they're like, yeah, sure. Uh, the part of Cali that you grew up, was it, was it like, pretty rough, or is that uh, why she was so... No. I mean, we lived in a pretty good neighborhood. It was okay. it was better than the average. There was a lot worse. It was safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very safe. So they, they decided to leave because you wanted to leave? Or... Yeah. No. So I, I came to, to mm-hmm. Rigby. Uh, and then, like, after a few months, or maybe throughout the year, they just kind of, my family just started coming up here. Oh, nice. And then yeah. we were all together. Nice. But I was the first one that kind of made that, that move. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's cool that they let you do that. Because most parents, especially Hispanic parents, wouldn't just be like, yeah, go ahead. You yeah, know, like, well, yeah, I mean, he tri- they try to give me the opportunity to experience to come and try it. And if yeah. you don't like it, then come back. If not, then, you know. So so how were you as a middle school, Gabe? How, what, what, was, what was he like? Uh, he was... I knew better, right? You know, coming from a Hispanic family, it's you better get your stuff right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I still had fun. I did what an average, you know, 
middle school would do. By the end of the day, I knew, you know, the homework had to be turned in, the mm-hmm. grades had to be good. Because unfortunately, you know how it is, report cards always come a week before Christmas or uh, <laughs> a week before summer vacation. So, put that over your head. <laughs> you know, I was like, do I want to have a good Christmas, a good summer vacation? And, you know, if I did, obviously I had to make sure the, the grades were there. And at a very young age, I kind of knew what I kind of mm-hmm. wanted, wanted in life. You know, it's good to have fun, but at the end of the day, I knew what it would take to be successful and make money, right? So so you ended up going to Rigby High mm-hmm, School? Mm-hmm. Okay. And were you the similar way? Like, uh, I got to get my y- stuff done? Yeah. I mean, when I, I moved here when I was older, so it was really hard for me to kind of like pick up friends. I was just kind of my own thing. Yeah. I remember like when I came dressed, people were looking at me like, this guy is gay. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me very different. Yeah. Uh, just because it was a whole, I mean, it's a whole different world really, especially that many years ago. You know? Yeah. What were you rocking? Vans, skinny jeans. You know, board shorts, like, above the mini. Like, I remember I w- no one had vans oh, yeah. in the whole school. And they were like, what are those, like, ballet shoes? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? We, we tend to pick up trends, like, very late on, you know, yeah. like, later on. So I, I completely understand because I... Some of us never pick them up. Yeah, some like of them it. never, like, this yeah. guy. <laughs> and you... <laughs> He never left them. Look, he's still I, I, ne- I, I, I never left. I mean, there's the most comfortable shoes and, and the cheapest shoe. I mean, what is it, 40, 50 bucks? And it, yeah, to me, it's the most. In the summertime, you always see a t shirt, board shorts, and vans with long socks. Yeah, those, That's, those ones that are collecting <laughs> dust at work, those are vans. Those are vans? I think so. Oh, yeah. wow. You need to throw those on. I know. <laughs> I took them off once and never put them back on. <laughs> so, what was your original, like, original plans from high school? Were you. I'm going to go to college and yeah, get Yeah, so this. I went to college and I, you know, kind of get that whole experience. And really kind of what for me was kind of like, I never really liked school, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, who does, right? But you kind of know what it takes to kind of be successful. And my biggest urgency was getting out in the field and getting that real-life experience, you mm-hmm. know. And I was fortunate enough where I got a job opportunity at a really young age, you know, to kind of do what I'm doing now. Yeah. Uh, and travel pretty much the whole world. Uh, and, you know, do what I was doing. And that's kind of where I really got all the hands-on. What, what was your major in? I did computer science. In computer yeah, science. that's what okay. I was going into. And then I got um, hired by a company out of India mm-hmm. to do this uh, ERP implementation software. Mm-hmm. And then it was it was a lot of work. <laughs> I remember I, I um, they hired me, I think, on Thursday. And they're like, you have to be in New York City on Monday morning. Oh, so th- th- right away they're like, you. Yeah. yeah, I booked everything. And I was, like, so terrified. And my mom was like, crying she's like you're going to new york city you've never been you're going by yourself and you know i was really young and i remember like i landed and i just looked around and i'm like where did i get into mm-hmm. and all my co-workers were like 40 50 year old guys you know also you're pretty like the, pretty much the youngest guy there and yeah and i still i am oh i was actually one of the youngest ones to do an implementation in the state of new york okay oh, yeah so that trade that you chose to do is it is it pretty difficult? Because I'm not too familiar with it. Uh, it's computer science. I mean, it's it's IT. It's coding. It's you know data migration and mm-hmm. what we focus on it's on healthcare distribution, fashion. Okay. Those kind of industries. So like Gucci, they have one of those one of my projects was you know moving everything from their one system to another. Oh. So they just have you go in and like deal deal with like a bunch of different companies. Yeah, yeah. So for example, it depends what the customer the company is. Um, you know, we we'll go in there, we we'll do like a discovery, learn about the company, how to do it. And we come back home, we come up with a plan. We're like, this is what you need to do to save costs, to make more money. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how you cut out seventy five employees. You know, oh, dang. you still have people doing things manually. Now send it to a third party. Mm-hmm. They'll mail it for you for ten percent of what you're spending. Seventy five people paying, and then. We kind of um, automate so many things, mm-hmm. automate, you know, a lot of things. Yeah, so not so much hands-on, you know, it's just you pick up a button, it picks up. 
you know, the time, day, the location, everything, instead of paying somebody there to fill out. Dang. Kind of, so that's kind of what, what we do. We, I work on the Amazon Web Service Cloud, so it's a cloud-based product. So, Dang, he's like all over the place. Yeah. Um. And what I mean by cloud-based, people are like, what does that mean? It was like, you know, your account. Yeah. You know, like you want to see how much money is in there. You can do that from anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So that data's got to be stored somewhere where yeah. it's accessible mm-hmm. from all over the world, and it's sitting in the cloud, in the Amazon Web Service Cloud. Oh, dang. Because before, no, you'd have to go to the bank and they'll have to get the form and be like, oh, this is what you have. Mm-hmm. Or this information was just in their office. Yeah. You know, now it's accessible from anywhere. Dang. And all that data is stored on the cloud is what they call it. How many s- server locations do they have? There's multiple. Like Amazon, they're all in Europe. They have a lot. Like Amazon, people think Amazon makes the most money out of Amazon.com, you know, like their e-commerce. Mm-hmm. But really, they don't. They make everything from their cloud. Really? I mean, oh, really? Wells Fargo, Chase, all these huge companies are paying cloud space to Amazon. Oh, and wow. Amazon, I, Amazon just got involved with it early, and they invested the money. And that sounds really familiar. Like I heard of that before somewhere. That. Oh, well, nowadays, it, nowadays but, uh, they're um, starting to advertise <clears throat> like the Amazon Web Service Cloud, like, like Sunday Night Football. You know, mm-hmm. this play by AWS. I don't know how many people really even I've understand it, what that means. Yeah. You know, well, AWS people don't know it's mm-hmm. it's their cloud. So now you can buy like cloud space on your cloud. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have all your pictures on the cloud, that way you don't if you lose your phone or you can log in from another computer, mm-hmm. the pictures are there. So that, that your pictures got to be sitting somewhere, right? Yeah. And they're sitting in Amazon's cloud. If you have Amazon Prime, you get that free, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I'm, not, so. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe you do just a little <coughs> bit, maybe a little bit of space. But I mean, what we do, we're talking about yeah, that's completely bank different. records and. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a lot of information, hospitals. And you never really think about that, that, like, all this information has to be stored Yeah, people, people just think, oh, I get on my phone and it's off, but that's got to be stored somewhere. Because you hear it's the cloud, be... you're thinking, like, yeah. it's just floating somewhere, but no, yeah. it's, like, and, physically right. somewhere. I mean, and it really, I mean, it's, it's a server. It could be, like, it's like in Europe, mm-hmm. and it's just accessible from literally anywhere. I mean, you go to Mexico, you go to Volkswagen.com or Chase.com, and your balance is going to be there. So and you said that's where they make the majority of their money. They're like yeah. all, they're losing in everything. I, I else wouldn't they say do. losing, mm-hmm. but that's that's one of Amazon's biggest. I would probably say sixty percent of their profits is probably from the cloud. So yeah. what does it cost? Like, what's the rate to rent cloud uh, space? I, I mean, that side of it, I don't really look into. I don't really work that deal. We do the whole. I do the whole implementation. It, all that that's already been contracted out between the customer and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now at that point, I'm kind of going in there and the projects. So right now I'm working on a project out of Costa Rica, and it's worth nine million dollars. It's twenty one month project. Oh dang! So that's your that's your deadline. That's my, that's my real job. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what people say. Well, you have a real job? Isn't the Michoacan your real? I'm like, oh, that's kind of a hobby. You know, I have a a real job. I yeah. tell people, I feel like that's my real job. Well, yeah. to most people, that would be a real job. Is yeah, that's what running a, running I'm like, a whole no, restaurant. it's kind of a hobby. This is, I mean, I enjoy it. It's fun. It I don't, fun. S- sure. I don't see it as work. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be so popular, to be honest. Like I thought, I'm like, hey, you know, if we, you know, have people slowly following, you know, coming in, yeah. small flow, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of getting the experience. But no, I mean, when we first opened the line, it was like an hour long. It was, yeah, um, I and it we, still is. We, we drove, drove twi- we drove by twice, and we're like, you know what? It's not getting yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and, and like even today. you go on the weekend, and it's just like it's insane. I did not think how much time it would take. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't realize how much time it takes. And we make everything there, right? So just the money, many ingredients and cups and spoons and different sites. It's a lot, and I do it all. Oh, I do. You- I do my own books. I do it all. Payroll, everything. 
so on top of your, you know, working for them, he, you're managing all the books and things yeah, like and that. I, and, and I actually started my own company doing the software. Yeah, I was going to get to that because uh, I think, who was it that told me? Tyler. Tyler mm-hmm. told me. Uh, we had Tyler on the podcast before. And he uh, he mentioned it to you. Or I watched that video where you guys drove around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then. Uh, so I quit. I quit. Yeah. I was working for this company, right, yeah. out, of, out of India as well. Um, and I, I had a really kind of argument with my boss, and I said, you know, it's probably best we just go our own ways, and it was just Friday, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on my businesses. I have I have a few things going on, a lot of projects. And, and yeah, I'm like, just whatever, you know, the time. And then uh, comes December, he, he calls me, right? He's like, hey, have you noticed I'm still been paying you for the last two months? I, I want you to come back. You know, we have a big project mm-hmm. uh, coming up. And I'm like, no, like I'm just going to, you know, hang out with my family just kind of you know just do me and focus on my projects and mm-hmm. i was kind of tired of working for someone yeah um although i mean the pay was unbelievable oh i bet <laughs> it was salary it was just working from home you know especially with the pandemic i didn't have to travel anywhere i mean mm-hmm. it was pretty but i knew that at that point you know it was like i had to really leave my full time to be able to focus on what i what i have going on and yeah and then one day i just i don't even know where it came from like you know what i'm just gonna start my own firm mm-hmm and then it was a couple of dead weeks, you know, kind of in the back burner. And then all of a sudden I get all these, you know, requests on LinkedIn saying, hey, we, we have work, we have work. And mm-hmm. yeah, now I have two, you know, really, really big projects that are, and, that I have lined up. And so are you, you're not with your old place before? No. It's just your firm and then you have the Misha Cuana? Exactly. And then I'm opening another place in Rigby right now. Oh yeah. Uh, I also got told that. And you're also trying to open up uh, uh, the... The the little mobile yeah mobile we have those concession have. trailers yeah. yeah yeah we have I have I had started one last summer and then they're building one another one right now for me so I'll have those two we'll have the place in Rigby it where, be where do you plan on putting those at like uh, to events and things like that or? I don't know I mean we put it in Blackville last summer and we were killing it there I mean yeah. it was really busy I mean people the line was there before we even showed people up people needed their comfort food I mean yeah there was like fifteen twenty people there already waiting mm-hmm. before we even pulled up and. You know, same thing. I remember, like, I would leave, you know, my uh, my team there, and I would come back at night, and the line was still massive, and there were it was like past closing time, and it was, you know, I had to sit there and be like, "Sorry, we're just done. Like, mm-hmm. it's not fair for the workers." You know, for me, it's like keep going. But yeah. <laughs> well, what do you feel that has made La Michoacana like successful? Because there's you can go to these other uh, Hispanic stores. Is it a and- franchise? Uh, it's what they call a abandoned franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like. Snake River, right? You can go Snake River construction. You can do Snake River roofing. You can do mm. Snake River plumbing. Oh, okay. No one owns Snake River, right? Oh, okay. yeah. So, and the biggest thing is just kind of getting the connections and, and understanding the process, and like not cutting corners. That was worth a lot of money. I mean, you can just go up and let me truck on a Snake River. Mm. But <clears> if you're, you know, if you don't really know the connection, the products, everything we do comes from Mexico. Everything's fresh fruit. You know, everything's handcrafted. Mm-hmm. We don't cut any corners. So I think that's why it's been so successful. And I think another reason you're so successful is there's not very – you can't get that anywhere else. And, and, there, and there's there not very many options There was place in here. town mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that was doing it. I don't want to mention the name. Yeah. I, I felt extremely bad about it. Like I drove by and they were not there. And I was like – I mean it's bad because it was someone's dream, someone's investment. It was mm-hmm. – it was feeding somebody's family, you know? Yeah. And I felt extremely bad. And, I mean, there was competition. And, and it's just, you know, my guys it, know that if we don't have some one item, even though it takes 20 ingredients, we don't have one fruit, they don't make it. Mm-hmm. 
It's that simple. I mean, it's yeah. just if they call me, hey, we don't have, we're missing the grapes. We have everything else. I'm like, don't don't call me. You don't make it, you know, mm-hmm. because if so-and-so goes, if you go in, you mm-hmm. know what you want, you know what it tastes like, and it, you get disappointed now. That makes There's sense. no consistency. I think consistency is very important. You, you know, you go in there. Same. If you like something, you go back there because you like yeah. it. You know what yeah, it's if like. You, if you go and it's, it doesn't taste the way you remember it, you're exactly. not going to go again. So I think that's the biggest thing is consistency. It's, it's making sure it's always, you know, everything's measured. Everything is mm. try to be exactly the same. So I think consistency is it's a big one. Yeah, because uh, I remember I, I've gone in, you know, I mean, who hasn't gone in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's really good. And every time I've gone in, it's just, it, it tastes the same. So you know, like, when you're going to go in there that you're going to get the same same quality product. But you brought, you actually looked for some people, right, to bring, like, the, the paleteros and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> a little bit of my career, a little going backwards mm-hmm. um, throughout this whole crazy, you know, when I would work with someone. Um I got recruited by a company out of Dallas, and then I was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, Dallas sounds fun. Literally, I think the next day I packed my bags, and I moved to um, to Dallas. I mean, I got a really nice offer, yeah. you know, relocation. I mean, I was not going to just go. You yeah. know, they paid for my housing for a year and a half. They paid sign-on. I mean, they made it Worth like a no-brainer. Time. I mean, I remember I was having breakfast at um, Abercadabra's. Whom then my boss was, he called. I mean, we're all, I'm always getting calls from recruiters. Hey, yeah. are you interested? Are you interested? You know, I'm just kind of brush them off. Normally, I always have work, thankfully. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I was I was eating breakfast, and I was just, thought it was just another random IT guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm like, well, put me a job offer together and send it to me. And I mean, that's kind of my way to push them off, you know. Yeah. And then I, I remember it was, I was still at breakfast, and I look at my phone, I got the email, and I was like, Crap, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I go did. on DocuSign and sign it, and I'm like, I'm on my way to Dallas. Oh dang! So it, it was wasn't because like... I mean, he he knew he had a be impressive offer, you know. Yeah. And they had been looking for someone for a year, and they had this, you know, thirteen million dollar project that they were going to start, but they didn't want to start it until they found the right person to kind of support them did, internally. Did you ever get a feeling of like maybe this is too good to be true? Like, uh, or uh, I mean. Not really, because I you mean, you knew what you could do. I mean, the document was there. I mean, you know, like it was signed by by him. It was signed by the president of the company. You know, I mean, I knew mm. it was legit. It was something oh, okay. in my area too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna just put myself in that situation where I'm gonna, over, you know, well, I'm I'm not gonna know how to pull this through. So I'm just gonna go out now. I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's a contract. Obviously, they gave me a, a nice bonus, a nice, you know. But obviously, there was. A lot of small print saying, yeah. you know, if, if I leave within a year, I have to pay X amount of dollars back. You know, so yeah. they, they protect themselves, too. They're not going to just sit there and yeah. give out money yeah. just because, you know. So there was a lot of a lot of commitment for sure. So on a normal work day, like in your software company, how, what are you looking at? Like you're looking at like 10, 12 hours a day or? It depends because, I mean, I have team members in different parts of the country. From mm-hmm. Portugal and Sweden and India, so... Sometimes, you know, the customers in Costa Rica is a different time zone. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, I talk to my technical guys in, in India, you know, right now they're just waking up or, you know, it's probably four in the morning, I think. Mm-hmm. So by the time they start to work to eight in, the, eight in the morning, for me, it's midnight, one in the morning. So so is that why you're like constantly up, like yeah. a, a, around the clock? And you don't feel like that has affected you in any yeah, way? Like, like health-wise? Yeah. Because um, that's... I think, I mean, the only thing that people would say is like, 
you know, the black under my eyes, mm-hmm. <laughs> the bags because I don't sleep. You know, mm-hmm. if I get three, four nights of sleep, that's it. And people tell me, you need to get like just random people that see me like, you need to get sleep. Look at your eyes. And I'm like, I've done it for so many years that mm-hmm. it's I'm never gonna even if I sleep for open. And your straight, eyesight's fine. Like, have you ever uh, checked? Yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> I don't I don't really focus on myself too much. You know, I which is probably not a good thing. But yeah, because you, know, you you have kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you, you ever think you know like long term? Because uh, you know what I mean, like. If you, if you, cause I know, I, I mean, I push myself to like limits. I'm like, I don't even know why. Uh, and it's not healthy. You know, at the yeah, end of the day, it's not healthy. And I don't have any kids, but you have kids. So, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Feel I like mean, it, yeah, sometimes a lot of times we're just kind of selfish, you know, mm-hmm. because we're, I mean, we're just, we're, all we do is work, work, yeah. work. But like you said, not yet, but I know there's got to be a time where I kind of got to stop and be like, okay, I need to kind of focus on myself just a little bit. Mm hmm. Because if, if you're not healthy, then you're not going to get And that's why, like, my aunts and my brothers tell me, like, remember, you know, if you're, if you're not healthy, you can't do anything. So focus mm-hmm. on your health first, get sleep, you know. And, I mean, that's I can, true. like you said, the screens, I mean, I can, I've sat in a screen for 16 hours. I was just telling one of my workers the other day, they're like, so, like, what's the longest you've done? And I was like, when I was in Dallas, when we, we went live with the product, right? Mm-hmm. Like, with e-commerce, setting all that up. I remember I got to the office Friday morning. I didn't get home till Sunday night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because we had a big issue, data issue. You know, uh, people like the invoicing was not going out. of customer were not collecting money. They could not invoice, but the orders were being placed, which is not a good thing. You know, you're yeah, giving away product. Food. Yeah, and you're giving food. away product. So it was a, it was not just a, yeah, they shut down their system. Then they're suing us because they're missing out on sales. And did you feel like you didn't sleep because it was an issue on your end? It was an issue on your end, yeah. So and it could be a little comma. It could be something small. We're oh, talking about millions and millions of records for the last 30 years. And it could be one corrupted record that could be crashing the whole system. Hey, so that is insane. Just Because like, I remember I, I took a, a coding class too, uh-huh. which is extremely hard for those who haven't done coding. <laughs> I've, I've tried to learn more than once and... Yeah, it's it's tough. I gave up. It, it's 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 real. Like one, you put one thing in the wrong spot, it completely changes the website or completely changes like whatever you're trying to trying to build. So I think, like I totally understand that. I mean, I would be stressed though. That's why I took the one one web developing class or the coding class or whatever it was, and that was pretty much it for me. <laughs> I think they're, I'm good. I mean, it's, something, it's something you like to be honest like you have to when, when to i took those those three months i've i mean i miss it so much i felt worthless with my life to be mm-hmm. honest like the when next, you when you quit yeah like i still had a lot of things going on but i just i mean done it for so many years i just felt like depressed and like i try to cheer myself up i mean i remember i woke up the next morning i'm like what are you doing my day mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't have no one to report normally like mm-hmm. You know, my job, I have to jump on calls in the morning, status, do mm-hmm. reports. and You know what I mean? Just obviously I work for someone. You had a routine going on. And- exactly. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, now now what do I do? Like, I felt worthless. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, you're not worthless. You have a lot going on. Like, you're doing really well. But I'm yeah. like, no, I don't. Like, all the businesses that I have, they all kind of run their own, and which is kind of what you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just, and I'm like, no, I'm going to focus on this. And then I, I had to go back to work. And I, a lot of people that know me, they're like, you've been quitting your job for the last two years. I'm like, I know. I just, you know, you get into these projects and, and it's just, you know, the commitment that you have. And if I quit halfway to the project, it's going to cost these guys millions of dollars, you know. Wow. Because you have the knowledge, you have the background of their business. A lot of times somebody else comes in, we're like, I don't know your business. I don't know what you do. Starting over. Yeah. And, and you know, you build a nice relationship with, with your customers, you mm-hmm. know, and. 
and it's just I mean, there's customers that I've met, you know, that own companies from like the East Coast, from all over that I still talk to today. We become really, I mean, I spend more time with them than I do back home. Yeah. Remember when I started that company out of out of India, right? Mm-hmm. Very young. I was in New York City. Um, I was flying there every single week. I would go home for a day or not even come home. So I was spending more time with my colleagues and my own family. So you build a very strong bond with. with does, does that ever affect you, like, like in your personal life? Uh, all that yeah, traveling? I, would, I would be lying. I mean, people say you travel for work. That's like that's the best dream. But yeah. if people really knew, where it's like there's gone. I probably visit every state in the U.S., but like Chicago. Yeah. Literally, the only place I voiced was the airport to the hotel to the office, and I went there for nine months. Oh dang! I didn't have time. I mean, yeah, it's just you mm-hmm. go there for work. I mean, it's just you know yeah, I don't know insane. what that statue thing, you know, that glass egg or whatever it is. Yeah, everybody. I never saw. I never had the time because by the time I was done with my day, yeah. it was nine o'clock. Dang! I wish you don't go out in Chicago at nine o'clock. I just I knew that much. <laughs> you know, it's just you start up in the morning. Cause, you know, six in the morning, you yeah. kind of get ready for the day. You know, iron your, your suit. You know, iron it up because it gets crumbled up in the bag. And yeah. you know, you go to the office and you come home. Your hotel at least at six six thirty. You refresh. Go to dinner with your with your coworkers. You know, mm-hmm. with your team that everybody's there. You come back, it's 9.30. You still have to prepare for the next day mm-hmm. if you have demo sessions, you know, in the issue. So, I mean, when do you have, when do you have time to do anything? So, traveling is not always... So what about, fun. like, weekends? No weekends? No, because normally the weekends we're traveling back home. And for me, living in Idaho, every time I travel, I, I don't have to drive to Salt Lake City or fly to Salt Lake City. So, for me, it was an all-day venture mm-hmm. to get to Boston, to get to New York, to get... Anywhere on the East Coast was an all-day thing. It was from here to Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City to Denver, from Denver to Boston or Chicago. I mean, it was three, four flights. It was an all-day thing. Dang. I can never do that because I'm scared of flying. So. Yeah, he is scared of flying. <laughs> but uh, but you, you, you don't get sick of all that traveling. Like, I mean, now you said you're not traveling as much. Right now because of time. COVID, but right now I have my own company. I have a project out of, out of Costa Rica. I'll mm-hmm. be spending a lot of my time. I think I have to go for four weeks to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica? Yeah, in March. Hey. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> see, I, I'm pretty sure you get that all the time, but then like when you're yeah, going to exactly. get there. Yeah, exactly. His attitude was like, yeah, it's all party. But to be honest, the thing is the customer is paying a lot of money for us to be there. So how come if you're if what you do is online, you work for clouds, why do you have to be there? Yeah, what's the point of being in, there in person? Because you go and learn about how you're going to automate their process when you get another process. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like, yes, so this company that um, my customer right now, they do pharmaceuticals, so they do plastics. So they do all the containers for medicine, for syringes, for mm. the IV. That's what they do. They, they manufacture all that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what a machine looks like that manufactures the syringes. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know the, like their, their raw material. I don't know what it looks like. It comes, it's got to come in ships or pallets. So that's kind of where we go there and learn about it and ask questions and, and not, then come back home or into our computer and try to automate their system, how to cut back on overhead and, you know. Dang. Like, be more efficient. Yeah. Be, so w- would you say, like, during the whole, like, uh, pandemic, uh, since e-commerce blew up, in a, in a lot of areas. Were you a lot more busy during the... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We were really... A lot of e-commerce grew huge for us. And you had the La Michoacana during... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how was that? Like, Because then you have to worry about your employees. Thankfully, it, it it did really, really well. You started pre-shutdown, right? 
No, I didn't shut it at all. No, no, no but you no. started it. The you started your company before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh down, yeah, right? way before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember it was around last summer. Oh, we opened it at what May or June of twenty eighteen. Yeah, because I remember we, we were playing volleyball. Remember we were playing volleyball, and a lot of people would be like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the Michoacana afterwards." And this was when I was barely hearing about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is that?" Because the whole time I thought of that, it was like a different place. Uh-huh. And uh, then I started going, and I kind of I needed to stop because um, is a lot of the stuff in there milk based. We have no. both. We have dairy free. I'll answer for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have dairy free, and then we also have you know like like milk based. Yeah, that place dairy-based. slaps, bro. My oh, wife, most definitely. Always we make begging I have, to go. I have one guy there that um, one of my workers, super lawyer guy. I call him my bodyguard. He goes wherever I go, but he's like five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> and then people, when I go have meetings or you know go stock up on things, they're like, "Oh, your bodyguard is you know where's your bodyguard?" Mm-hmm. So everybody knows him as my bodyguard because he's like five feet, but he's the best employee I've ever had. Oh yeah, he's there sixteen, seventeen hours a day, Dang. seven days a week. So. so- what now? I'm probably I, gonna get the you know the labor, the whole labor on me now for seven years. But you know how you, you have know, any the kids working back there? You know, he doesn't have any kids. He's not married. He doesn't have anyone. And you know I want him to stay that way because I think the moment he's not from here. He's from he's from I brought him from Dallas. Remember I was telling yeah, you I yeah. went to Dallas for work, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I kind of got the feel for the Michoacana. And, and you know I met him and I, you know, paid him too brought much him money <laughs> for him to relocate out here and freeze and hate it and. But, you know, he's got goals, too, and, and he mm-hmm. knew coming out here, working for me, he was going to be able to achieve those goals a lot a lot sooner. So. Yeah. And I told him, you know, you, you help me out, I'll help you out. You know, if I'm successful, I'll make you successful. I think it's only fair. So he's That's awesome. Yeah, especially if you have a company, if you take care of your employees, they're going to be take loyal. Yeah, yeah, he's always had a dream mm-hmm. of, like, buying a brand new to go to Tacoma. I surprised him for Christmas. Oh, dang. Yeah. What? It's like... You offering... You hiring? That's the same thing that the sales guys are like, you hiring? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's just... He does so much. He runs the whole thing. And, and for me, just to be able to sit back and focus on other things that I do. Mm-hmm. And but that's cool that you're able to do that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. For me, The ability The ability to, to do it, yeah. To, you know, to, to buy him a truck. Because, you know, most people, they, they would take advantage of that person. You right. buy you a Hot Wheel. Thank you. Buy yeah, but I just kept saying, like, why have to go to Tacoma? And they're so expensive. I'm like, get into a dirt bike, get into something. I was like, no, I want a Tacoma. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I still think it's overpriced. And I still don't like it, but he's happy. <laughs> he's happy. <laughs> I, I feel I was so disappointed, like, buying it. I'm like, man, they want this much money for a Tacoma, which can't even pull anything. My truck was. <laughs> they hold their value. I yeah, will, I they will say do, that. but I mean, it's, it's small. They're, for the, they're overhyped. For the, I mean, for the price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it, those are the uh, who has one? Does doesn't what's the name have one that lives by mm-hmm. in Yukon? Yeah, I, I mean they look cool. Shout out to Corn. I've I've never actually driven one, so they're not that. They're nice, but it's just for the money though. You could get something. I think a lot. Yeah, a lot nicer. A lot different. <laughs> so like, what makes? Because to me, it sounds like uh, you know doing this whole you know what you do, what your main job is. What makes you like keep wanting to do it? Because it's like long hours. It's like, it. I'm pretty sure it's pretty stressful. It's got to be more than the money now. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, or is it, it that? I mean, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it gets to a point where it's they say money doesn't buy happiness. Money mm-hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're so busy where you can't enjoy anything. I mean, okay, what's the good thing of making X amount of dollars if you don't have the time to to spend it? Yeah, you know? and, and that's kind of and when you do have the time, you don't have the money. So it's it's kind of never. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like a point where you're like, okay, now I'm happy. So I, I really love what I do, to be honest. A lot of people, I was having this conversation, I think, with my brother, I think like on Thanksgiving or something like that. We're mm-hmm. talking about like how much we really love our jobs. And, and you know, I said, I love my job. He's like, you're lying. I'm like, no, like if I was to win a million dollars or millions of dollars, I would not quit my job. And my sister-in-law was like, I'll do the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. she loves what she does. And my brother was like, I love what I do. He works at the site. Mm. You know, he does um, become really successful there. And he's like, I, I, I would quit right away. And, you know, I was like, I'll be done. But that's the thing. That's kind of where I really understood myself. Where, like, I really love what I do. I can sit there for 16 hours and be fine. Mm-hmm. I get tired. People say you're just sitting there. But believe me, yeah. <laughs> your head is pounding. I mean, you're, you get tired. But I really love what I do. I was going to ask you, yeah, well, like, what made you, way back when you went to college, make you want to go into that? Because it's obviously not for everyone, like. I could never do it, you know. I feel like you've got to be a specific person to be able to handle that type of job. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I, it always sparked sparked interest for me. To be honest, it's just the whole kind of software, the whole kind of how it works. I mean, you get a computer and you're like, how does this really work? Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays you can probably just Google it and it tells you kind of the high level of how things work, but yeah. you know, it doesn't really give you into details of kind of what you know. Like, I can I can do custom APIs and I can build you something real quick that I can pull from Google. I can pull from 20 different areas. It gives you a lot of information. You need all, all like real life data. And for me, that was like really cool to do. How do you do it? Now I do it now. I don't do that anymore. That was really early in my career. But mm-hmm. when people ask me like, what do you do? I'm like, well, this is what I could kind of gives them a really, you know, on a low level without getting into detail, confusing them, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, this is kind of what I used to do was, you know, I can build an app or I can kind of build these custom, what we call APIs and pull data from from anywhere like for example you know there's ways and there's all these navigation systems right Mm -hmm. you tell me ways is better you tell me google is better there's another one but at the end of the day all that information is coming from the same place Mm. it's just the user interface ways gives you the right colors and google gives you something else app but it's all the same is is that what surprised you that a lot of a lot of the stuff is i mean similar they just change like their colors yeah like i can start an app for navigation i'll pull the same like brain like the same navig- you know the same foundation and then i'll just make it ping you know make it different voice and then all of a sudden my app hits and you're making millions of dollars or it never takes off that's crazy so say say i find an extra three hours a day or something like that and i want to learn how to code not be the best but be decent enough to to build a say a program that can do some algorithms like for financial stuff like you know how how wall street uses algorithms for trading and all that how long would it take me like that three hours a day to be all right and where would i start uh that that's kind of a that's a hard one because everyone is different you know it's everyone learns at a different pace yeah. it's really your interest <clears throat> to be honest you know one thing that i you know troy mm-hmm. i work graffiti he's a like one thing i've always remembered is you can how, did, how does it go? You can teach someone skills but not passion. I think yeah. that's what it was. It's exactly what he said. And it comes yeah. to the same thing. I'm passionate about it. You know, someone tells me, hey, do this. I'll spend my time more than three hours and I'll be more efficient. But if you're just kind of like doing it because, hey, this is what I have to do to get paid, mm-hmm. then it, it can take you a lot longer, you know. So it really depends yeah. on kind of if you're passionate about it, if this is kind of what this is what I want, this is what my requirement is. A lot of times people don't really know what they're looking for. They mm-hmm. just think they want to go somewhere, but 
or they want to build something, but they don't really know what they really want. So yeah. it really, it really depends. <laughs> it's kind of hard to give you an exact timeline. And, and what would be the best place to start learning? You know, it this whole pandemic, all these universities <clears throat> will put out free like uh, courses, mm-hmm. like online. And I remember one of the CFOs, one of my customers, sent me an email like, "Hey, have you have you seen this?" His wife worked for a university. I think it was in Notre Dame, I think. So all these companies, all these schools started putting these really, really good courses, like one-on-one almost, you know, and, and you know, those things are certificate, but you would learn so much. So I can share that with you guys. But, you know, like all these coding, kind of coding one-on-one, it's just people, just yeah. all this. Because everybody's, it's a pandemic, everybody's home. And yeah. Universities are trying to get yep. engaged, and they have these this money to do it, and so I mean there was a lot of a lot of courses. Yeah, I'm there. not sure what it was that when I tried to learn, I don't know if it was the person that was teaching had a, a really thick accent, and I couldn't understand half of the things he was saying. I think that's probably, probably why yeah, I gave probably up. Probably someone from India. All my coworkers are from <laughs> India, but it, like it wasn't like accents are awesome. It's just I couldn't understand it. Yeah, it's and I get that a lot. A lot of people like. My brothers and my coworker on the phone. They're like, "How do you understand? Like, what did he just say?" I'm like, "Believe me, I struggled at the beginning, but now it's <laughs> now it's fine." You can clearly understand yeah. him now. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. Oh, actually, some of my really, really close friends are all from India. Like I said, you know, you're spending nine months in New York. You know, coming home for one day a week, you spend more time with them than you do back home. Have you so. been to India? No, I have not been to India. Not yet. All this uh-uh. time. No, I have no interest to no? be honest. I've, I've heard it seems, stories. It seems too packed. It seems. <laughs> yeah, like I've heard. I remember too. one of my um, co-workers when I was doing a project out of Sweden. Oh, actually, IKEA. IKEA is oh. out of out of Sweden. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if, if people knew that or not. Yeah. But but um, I was helping them out, and they came to the U.S. Right, and and he's like, I went to India. He's like, it was crowded. It was hot. He's like, man, they had like fish laying on a board for like ten hours. Like for sale, you know, he got so sick, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to go to India." I've heard it's a beautiful country. I mean, it's a beautiful place. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's, but it's it's very, yeah. It's very, I, I don't think it's I very. I can't deal with people like that. I mean, it's the food wise, you know, very oh, like. I mean, I'm very picky when it comes to my food, and I was like, I don't know if I want to. Do, do Do they make you travel outside of the U.S. like yeah. before? Yeah, I travel out to the U.S. Uh, right what? now, I have a project Costa Rica, and that project has an office in Dominican Republic, and Canada. Yeah, have have you been like before uh, this project? Have you did you go overseas at all? Yeah, Europe, Europe, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of Europe, yeah, a lot of countries in Europe. Yeah, and that's what the product that I do. Mm-hmm. It's a European product. Dang, but that sucks. Did you even get a chance to go out and explore Europe? A at little all? bit. I mean, you know, pretty much the train from the airport to the hotel, <laughs> whatever you see there, and you know, it's just pretty much. So, do you feel like sometimes that like, you haven't even like you've been there? But you, you haven't, haven't really actually traveled. visited. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there, there's some states that we did get a chance. Like, I would sometimes stay an extra weekend just because it was like, okay, my flight, it's not till late, you know. And then by the time I get home, it just didn't make sense to kind of leave, you know. And then I would stay. And then, yeah, we had a half a day or we had a day to go out and kind of explore. But the same thing is, I don't know the place. You know, you're kind of limited to what you can do. You know, you don't want to put yourself in any kind of risk, you know, and... Big series like that, it's 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 hard to kind of go out late, you know, mm-hmm. and especially if you don't know people there. Ex- exactly, yeah, you don't know. When was the last time you took an actual vacation where you weren't like? Uh, actually, just just in December. Oh, okay. so we've so made it a kind of a tradition. Uh, every first week of December, we we'll go to Florida. 
So, but I mean, I'm always like on my phone emails. It's always, Still, yeah. <laughs> and then the funny thing was like, I'm never going to be able to disconnect from like the real world unless I go on a cruise. That's true. Oh, like where your phone won't Yeah, or work. it is. I mean, I guess you can buy internet, but I feel like that's the only he would place buy I could go. Would, yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I told myself internet. I wouldn't, but then again, there's so much. The thing is, you know, like my projects are so big that I hate to kind of put my whole team behind on something that they need from me. It could be something so simple. But now I just delayed this whole project or talking yeah. millions of dollars because I'm not available because they don't know either to go left or right. Damn. And I just I'm too dedicated, you know. It's just, and I don't think it's fair for for like the rest of my team saying, "Well, Gabe decided to go on vacation and disconnect from the whole world," which I think it's fair that I do that. But I don't know. I still haven't found that work life balance. Thing, yeah, because I think that, that that would be. I mean, say, I mean, I don't have a girlfriend now, but like if I took her somewhere, most. Girls get mad that you're not paying attention to the to the vacation, you know, and things like that. So I'm pretty sure I don't I don't know if you're struggling like ch- trying to balance that. No, yeah, because... it's, it's definitely a problem. I mean, there's times where like I would do it either early in the morning or really late at night, mm. or when kind of everything is kind of yeah, it's tough. Stop, you know. But I mean, I'm always like, email. I live off like I live on emails. To be honest, I'm always come yeah. to the stoplight. I'm like shooting off an email or. You know, it, it is it is hard. I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of my catch up time too. You know, when I'm in bed, that's just mm-hmm. kind of fire off all these emails that kind of came out in the evening, you know, or, or whatever. Because, like I said, all my coworkers were all different time zones. Yeah, that's what I was about to mention right now. That his well, constantly of, going. That's insane. Yeah, so it's just you know. So. Yeah, I'd be worried that my family would resent that. Like, sure, there's they got money, but they don't have you know their dad or their spouse. Yeah, no, yeah, believe me, I have my guilt, <laughs> a lot of guilt, to be honest. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I have goals, and, and I hope that they pay off. And, and you know, here yeah. in five years, I can literally just say I'm done and and be in a situation where I could then focus on on but, my kids and and you know the most important years, which I think is the teenage years. You know, yeah. if I can be with my daughter, her teenage years. 100% of the time, go on vacation with her, go on spring break, just literally be there. Yeah. She wants to go snowboarding, you know, like be be there 100%. I, I awesome. At this point, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. But everybody has different point of views. People say you're missing out her old childhood. Yes, I am a lot. But, you know, my goal is to be able to just kind of set a foundation to where I can kind of. Do, do you think when you get to that point, do you think you'll be able to disconnect? Because it almost seems so, like a drug sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I I tell myself I can, mm-hmm. but in reality, if you're at the if you're at the situ- at the position where you can, that means you have a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Does, does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. Because if you can afford to do it, then something. I mean, it's got to take something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was you, Edgar, but I told I'm, somebody this once that one of the one of the, that a bigger fear, like for me. Is not failing. It's being super successful. That I don't have and the and time that's, to. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. It's it's. I lost my mom and dad, and and that's my biggest fear. You know, yeah. it's just failing on. I mean, becoming a failure, and and I just think comes to a point where I'm just stuck. Like, mm-hmm. I want to just keep going, and like, I finish one project, and I'm like, okay, what what's next? I'm like, oh, this will be cool. Okay, let's start it up. Is that where the Michoacana came out of? Like- yeah, the Michoacana, yeah. And then I started my own IT company, and I started the new uh, chain in Rigby. It's called Teton Ice Cream Parlor. So it's going to be more of a rustic theme. Oh, so it's, it's, I thought it's it was going to be another Michoacana. No, it's not going to be Michoacana. It's going to be called Teton uh, Ice Cream Parlor. You know, so why did you do that? Hold on. No, um, no, sorry. Why did you do that? Why wouldn't you? That's a good if, question. If so, so, so someone asked me. Someone asked me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you, you know when, when the competition comes, maybe a competition? And, and I thought about that for a few days. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be my own competition. 
Yeah, that's true. That's, that's <laughs> Why not? Right? Yeah. You you don't feel that I put myself out of business. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't but I'm successful on this one now. You don't feel like people are gonna be expecting or so it, it would it would it, it's gonna who, be similar. Who's gonna know it's the same owner? Yeah, who's one's not going gonna away. Pro- I mean our product's gonna be the same product to be okay. honest. We're gonna do the same thing. It's just gonna be targeting. A, I'm talking a different audience. Okay, okay, different. No, that's targeting okay. a different. Yeah, audience. I see what, it's what it is. You know what I mean? I guarantee you, I can put. Let me check on it here, and I can put one next one. The ball be successful because people will think it's, they're very different, but it's coming from the same kitchen. You know where he gets that from? The whole cloud thing. Yeah, the app <laughs> has to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I, I was thinking yeah, I was about thinking, it. Yeah. You know, I guarantee you, people are going to be like, the ice, cream, the vanilla ice cream, I rigby takes so much better. Play back the part where he said, but you it, just change the colors, and <laughs> yeah, right. You know, people are going to say, the ice cream and rigby taste so much better, but it's like, guys, it's coming from the same. Kitchen. And then you, uh, the same you person at the same time, you know. But that, that's that's my goal. It's be my own yeah. competition, and target different audiences. And, and you, know. you know what you remind me of? He reminds me of Starbucks. You know why? You know what they do? Yeah. They they, they put a Starbucks and the, they make those mom and pops go away. No, but like he's doing it to close him. it. He's doing it to himself. He's like, you know what? I want to compete with myself today. I'm going to put another one over here. That's uh, that's cool that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome. And I'm yeah. glad you, because most people wouldn't have that mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to, since this one's doing so well. I'm just going to go make another one. I'm not going to change anything, like not going to make it a different theme. You're even naming it something else, you know, yeah. and different, different theme. It's going to be a rustic farmhouse, mm-hmm. you know, because the way I see it was like, we get a lot of visitors for Jackson, right? If yeah. I can get a 10th of 1% of the visitors that come to Jackson, I'm good. <laughs> a 10th of it, you know? So if I bring that, that, that theme, that vibe mm-hmm. that people will see, oh, there's an ice cream shop and it's really like, mm-hmm. Kind of rustic farmhouse looking thing that you know we call it Teton ice cream powder. So it's going to be really kind of after the Tetons Jackson Hole. Yeah. If I can get just, I mean, if I get one percent out of the millions of people that come to Jackson or or, or you know Yellowstone National Park, mm-hmm. I, I think I'll be fine. Wait, where happy. where are you opening it? In Rigby. Oh, in Rigby. Okay. Yeah, and but I mean, it's on the way there though. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you have uh, Yellowstone Bear. We're on and because usually people that go to Jackson, like if they fly in, do they fly into Idaho Falls and then Sol- go over? Normally, Salt Lake City. Okay. I hope it's really successful. But if it's not, I'm going to go there because let me choke on It's going to be full. Exactly. So I, I'll know that it's the same exact ice cream. Exactly. And so I will avoid the lines. He, he's going to be, like, he's gonna be like, don't worry. It'll be worth it. It's the same yeah, thing. It's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing like driving his wife over. And it will be the, it'll be the, it'll be the, it's going to be the same thing. It's no, so what I'm it is, sure it's, just a sister, it's a sister company. It's what it is. To yeah. Kinda, so how are you going to get the, the name out there? Do you do your own marketing? I do. I do everything myself. Hey. It's hard to work for me, believe me. You don't want to work for me. <laughs> you obviously pay all right buying people to come. <laughs> no, so I mean, like, I mean, I mean, a daily thing. I mean, you know, it's I, I know what I want and I want it done right. And, yeah. and it's it's not that I don't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just You have that vision. I have the vision and it's hard. Like the one in Rigby, I had I remember when I started the Mitrakana vision, I told my brothers, uh he's like, What do you guys think? He's like, just just do what you're doing, you're doing fine, you're successful, you're you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Why get into a bucket? Like, into a mess. And I'm like, no. Nah. And it was a little bit, you know, it kind of killed my yeah my momentum there. And then um, I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to do it. And then, like, I remember when it was all done, and my brother hugged me, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I, I didn't, I thought you were just going to, like, it's going to be like, he's like, I didn't know what it was. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't seeing what you were seeing. I thought it was just like, you know, I don't know what he. You should open the Let Me Chocana in India. All right. <laughs> all those people that are, like, that is just hot and 
That would My next project pretty... is Hawaii. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, Ooh, you heard it here first. Ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call it? What, what, what name can you use in, in Hawaii? Can you use Maui? I'm not sure. Yeah, Maui. La Maui Kana? No. <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty, they're pretty sensitive there when it comes to names like that. Oh, aren't oh they shit. They the are. natives. So yeah. piss off yeah, the natives. Very... So that's something that you see like down down the pipeline? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, in Florida. Like, I've, I've committed to myself where I'm going to own something in Florida. So I can go there like, you know, a few mm-hmm. weeks a year in the winter time and kind of go remote, you know, and just kind of get away. And I love Florida. Like, I, I go there a lot. We go mm-hmm. three, four, five times a year. And every time I leave, I feel like I'm leaving home. Like, it's just, I get stressed leaving, like, overwhelmed leaving that place. Yeah, that I, it's not my home, you know. It's just my vacation. What part of Florida? Um, Orlando. We go to Orlando mm-hmm. normally. And then we drive down and make it down to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember... Uh, a while back ago, Troy and Weech, they asked me to go with them to Florida, and uh-huh. but I couldn't make it at that time. But every time they talk about it, like, they're I, like man, like you should have like People say, why do you go to the same place? I, I love it, the diversity. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's warm. There's it's a lot tropical, of culture there. A lot of culture, different culture. I mean, I, I really enjoy it. And this, you know, this year we took some of our friends, and they had a blast. Every year we take somebody different. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I try to take, like, some friends or family and you know, we go there a lot, so we kind of know the ups and downs and kind of, and people, you know, a lot of people get intimidated traveling across the country. Yeah. You know, they've never been there before. And, you is, know, Is it true that uh, people in Florida suck at driving? Uh, it's Utah. Yeah, that's Utah. I would say Utah. Utah. No, I didn't, I didn't, I never had a problem, to be honest. No. I didn't. That's the second time I heard Utah. Is Utah really that bad? Oh, Utah sucks. Utah's yeah. bad. And Especially with if the you're out there listening, I'm both sorry. Both sides of the freeway. <laughs> Who yeah. does that? Well, I, I clearly don't go to Utah. I know. Well, even when they're here, I experienced this just yesterday. Um, crazy driver, right? Doing some stupid stuff on the road, and of course, Utah plates. Just <laughs> they. I don't know. They just don't. I don't know. They don't treat the Utah and Rigby the street laws. Too. Utah and Rigby. Fucked. Yeah, just going into Rigby. Dangerous. <laughs> One chairs. So what do you what is the plan for Michoacana just opening well not necessarily that are you planning to open a, a lot more ice so cream parlors what my my plan is to open these cassette mobiles mm-hmm. you know it's it's cheaper less overhead and you know same product and like the one in Blackfoot I mean it was very successful just I mean, as much as the store I mean some days not as much as the store but some I mean it was doing really really well I mean Pretty close to the store. Did you ever take them to an event or anything like uh, that? No, not really. We were just so busy. I mean, it was just I kind of wanted to stay in one place and kind of know people. You know, that way people to, know yeah. to come back to the same It was spot. normally on weekends, too. Like, I didn't really have a good crew to kind of have it every day. But if I would have had it every day, seven days a week, it would have done a lot better. But, I mean, just having, like, Thursday to Sunday, it was doing really well. well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you were saying, it was doing as well as Michoacana with a tenth of a overhead. <laughs> And yeah, how many because when you have you... a commercial place, a lot of people say, oh, you know, things are expensive. But you think about it, if you add all the costs, the lease, insurance, payroll. I mean, the company that changes your mats, the window cleaning company, the alarm guy, mm-hmm. the fire, the, you know, furnace got to be inspected. I mean, it's a lot it goes into it. It's a lot, of, a lot of overhead. You know, by the time you start making money and start to feed your family, you, you have to be pushing out a lot of popsicles and a lot of ice cream. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, because I feel... A lot of people don't realize that that you like a new company. You probably won't be. How, how long was it profitable for at least a couple of years? Yeah, it's a few. Yeah. Years. It depends on the company. Yeah, it depends on the, the thing, company. But, but yeah, a few years usually. But like you said, it, it's a lot of 
It's a lot of overhead, and so that means you have to sell a lot of popsicles, a lot of I mean, ice cream. Yeah, I mean, we like on a Sunday, we probably see eight, nine hundred people a day on a Sunday. Jeez. And the ways I, I look at the amount of transactions, and I that's just going based off of three people per transaction. You know, mm-hmm. it's, normally there's a lot more, but just based on going three people per transaction, it's about eight hundred people that come into the doors. How how many hours do you spend there on average per day? Recently. Like today, I'm all dirty because we're opening up another one, right? So mm-hmm. we're bringing in new flavors. So we're experimenting. You know, it's kind of our research and development day. So we're you know adding marshmallows. We're adding like these crazy oh, licorice, licorice. You know, so that's why like Sorry. today, today I kind of <laughs> committed. You know, to my work. Like you know, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna spend some time with you because I tell them what I want. Yeah. Because like you tell me, but I know this is not what you want because only you know what you want. Mm. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, no, this is not, I went in there, this is not what I wanted. Let's throw it all away and let's start, you know. So I was, you know, we're doing so many, like a marshmallow with caramel. Like our Snickers has a Snicker bites, but it has cajeta. Mm. I mean, that's like the best of Hold both on. worlds. You, got, you know what you I mean? Your, <laughs> so it's, it's the best of both worlds. It's not just like <clears throat> Snicker crumbles and, and, and ice cream. No. Like the add, same we, stuff yeah, that's been we, coming we out. Yeah, we drizzle it with cajeta, which, I mean. I was going to ask you, like, how you got inspiration for half of what the time things? Are they close today? <laughs> I think late, I, late, bro. I'm Nine o'clock, line. they're closed. If, if there's a line, you guys don't close. You just keep going, huh? Uh, <laughs> to a certain if I'm there, standing. yes. But then I start getting those bad lucks from my employees, you know. Which at first I was like, no, we're staying open, and I would compensate. I would take care of them. I mean, yeah. uh, but you know, it's also a time we have to respect their time, and, and you know, they want to go home or mm-hmm. do whatever they got to do, you know. So, but no, in the summertime, it's just we could not. The line, I mean, one people will leave out, 10 people will come in. And it's kind of hard to push away customers. As a business owner, yeah, yeah. because, I mean, it's like you're seeing money just flying away. <laughs> you you know, off my own supply. If I, was, if I owned the truck, <laughs> then I'd be like 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't spend much time. Like, I, It's probably been like three weeks. Probably spent like five hours in the last three weeks of that. Well, it's because you probably got a pretty solid crew now. Yeah, I had like that one yeah. guy that I have, he's very good, and, you know, he, he does, very dedicated. And so back to his question, because I was actually curious about that, too. I was going to ask you, what, like, what process do you go to, why, it's a two-part question. What process do you go through to, like, develop new, new flavors? You know what I mean? Something that's going to be different, not the regular, like you said, normal snickerdoodle, uh, uh, popsicle, what, like, what goes on through your head? And it's... I mean, it's just, I don't know, these ideas just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm driving, and my brain's always spinning 100 miles an hour. You know, and it's just... He's coding up I'm, I'm No, I'm always, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's very hard to explain. Yeah. It's just, like, we did a lavender ice cream. We did a You did a tequila cream. one. We, that did a, one we did a rose one. Mm-hmm. Like, tastes like roses. So I researched, like, is it safe to, to boil a rose and, and drink it, you know? And then I reached out to a couple of friends that went to culinary school, and, like, yeah, it's safe. Like, you can... Disinfect the rose, boil it, and drink the water, and you're fine. And, and it's a it's a tea of rose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So now I got the base, right? Now it's safe to do it. So now I know my formula, ice cream formula. So now let's put it together. Um, and now I made rose ice cream. So you're coming up with your own flavors that nobody exactly. else has. Yeah. Like the Cookie Monster. Wow. That one's a pretty, I mean, that one was always back in my head. And I was like, you know what? Like, so we do Chips Ahoy. Ooh. Oreos and cookie dough. I mean, that's like the best of all worlds. You know yeah. what I mean? And, <coughs> we, and we did it blue. 
to name it after you know the Cookie Monster yeah. from Sesame See, Street. I always imagine it was the Mich- La Michoacana, like the fran- like a franchise. Yeah, you know, no, no, the no. Michoacana paletas at Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always figured. And the thing is, like those Walmart ones, you see those freezers at places. Yeah, yeah. that's commercial popsicles. That's literally got a drip of strawberry, food coloring, and and that's it. I thought it was. See, I I always yeah. thought that that was just like this location. I didn't know it was a completely different thing. That you were doing your own flavors. That's, that's I knew early on. I think because I asked one time I was in there, and you're, you, I think you, it might have been you. You told me like, yeah, we make everything here. Like, and you can tell the wrapping, the yeah, wrapping's we, like not we wrap by sealed hand. and yeah, yeah exactly. Like every, someone's there, the same guy, my same guy. He's there <laughs> bagging each popsicle by hand. Yeah, and I, and I think well, I'm glad. That's why I'm glad you did this. That way, people get to know that. All the hard work that goes into it, like what he does, it's not because I originally thought too. Because I remember seeing those popsicles, yeah. I thought, oh, they just decided to make a, a brick and mortar shop. So, but it's yeah, not no. that. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, there's, there's one. It's, it's literally locally owned and like locally operated, and it's local awesome. people that work there. And there's just like a new it. appreciation for that place now. <laughs> I mean, I think like like for like me, our popsicle is kind of like dice. Mangoes. Like before, I, on my way here, he was making a mango con chile popsicle. He had to peel the mangoes. Dice them up. He had to squeeze orange, lime, salt, the whole formula. Wow. And fill them up. Each slop, add the popsicle stick. Dude, my mouth he yeah. freezes it, yeah, you know, um, and then he's got to bag them by hand. I don't know how my mouth is dry and fucking. <laughs> same thing, the strawberry <laughs> one. Same the time. Oreo one. We put two whole Oreos on each slot and then fill up the whole popsicle of Oreo crown. You know, so you, on the face of the popsicle, you see two Oreos and. You know, it's do you, just. Do you do DoorDash? <laughs> we do DoorDash. We do. Do you for real? Yeah, yeah. We they do. do. The, 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 I oh know. yeah, I remember you guys. Yeah. I think you guys announced it on your, your social media or something. Yeah, like no, that. we we do we do DoorDash. It's, DoorDash is. You shouldn't have told this. Very guy. busy. Dude, yeah, you shouldn't have told me. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I know the girls weekend. hate it when because I all the DoorDash come to my phone. I'm I'm just I'm there. I told the girls I'm always here even when I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like believe it or not, all the calls if you try to call me, check kind of my phone will ring. Because if there is a complaint, I want to know about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through someone else and get filtered. No, I want to know about it. Sometimes they get those calls where it's like, "Are you open? Yeah, yeah, you know." Mm-hmm. But I want to. I want to know really? what's coming in, and that's kind of the thing where people are like, "You're just overdoing yourself. You could give that to somebody else." But who's going to care as much as that's true? It's the person that invested into it. You know. Yeah, it's really hard to find somebody that's going to care for it as much as you care for it. So mm-hmm. plus, if you don't do that at the beginning, you yeah. already lost. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's like all the. If you call me to kind of, my phone's gonna ring right now. Dang. <laughs> so if there's a complaint, there's a concern. I make it right. You know, I, I go backwards, or you know, there's people calling about. I just don't want it to get filtered between an employee. Yeah. And that never way, get to me, and then people are gonna be like, "Oh, well, this happened, and I complain, nothing happened." That, that way, way like if sure. an employee messes Last up. Last time I ordered this, there were seven mango cubes. Now there's only six. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's I, mean, I try to make sure. You know, no, yeah, the quality is every time I've gone in there, it tastes just as delicious as last time. It's just as much. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, you guys yeah, put, we, like, we try to be consistent. Sometimes, you know, it's hard because it's different people. Yeah. I mean, you know, but overall, we try to be very consistent and kind of have everything streamlined. So there's still a lot of progress, you know, and improvement we need to do. But So the second part of that same question is, if you know, how many different flavors have you came up with so far that were your own? Uh, Ballpark. Probably about 15. 15? Yeah. Dang. Has anybody ever tried to copy them? Where you're like, yeah. I know you guys are trying to copy For my sure. flavors. Yeah. And did they get close? Because I, I would be curious yeah. if I owned the Michoacan. Uh, like, no. Yeah. No. No. There, there's, it's like, 
There's like certain. It's little like things. right now, like like the mango in Chile, it has salt, mm-hmm. but you know salt doesn't freeze very well. So there, there's a science to it. Um, how yeah. to make it free? I mean, there's there's a lot to it. There's a lot of lot of little things that exactly. go to it. Do you, have you, you ever gotten it? mad at anyone for trying to copy your? No, no, not mm-hmm. at all. I mean, I feel like the sunlight is for everyone. I mean, there's you know if somebody wants yeah, to come but in, somebody's the copying thing. your your hard work because I mean that's. Like we, we've we've seen it with our work. Like I mean, it's just like with pictures. And yeah. With we've seen people, people copy your style. trying to copy. You feel style. confident but, enough but to, they're but not going to get it. To be it. honest, it's like when there used to be a place here at Hall Falls that tried to do something similar. People will say, but I was like, no. If I could focus, spend that time on making my place better, than going over there and it's wasting my time that and complain, I'm already I'm already losing. Make sense? Why don't I just go back to the drawing board and say, how can I become better? How can I make it better what I already have? Or how can I bring more stuff? You know, like it's just we have. I have so many things on like in the back of my head, like a ice cream burrito. Oh dang! I have not. I've had it in my brain forever, and I've made it, and it is the coolest thing ever. But it's just like sometimes you don't. We were too busy, and yeah, it's a finish. You know, and, and I haven't really had the time. Is it like a pastry time. with ice cream. In so it? what it is is. Um, I- <laughs> it's con- it's cotton uh-huh. candy. Mm-hmm. So oh, we shit. do a mixture of cotton candy colors. We lay it out flat. We put the ice cream the toppings. We roll it, put it upside down. We cut it. And when you turn it, you see all the different colors, the toppings. So your the tortilla is is a cotton candy. <laughs> see, I, I was thinking more like a crepe, like a crepe or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. No, like so it's, it rolled it's, the, you know, ice cream. I remember when I was testing it there. Customers were like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, it just like can I buy one?" I'm like, "No, and just here you go." You know, so I like four hours just giving away this stuff because. You know, customer to customer, like I want whatever they have. So I know I do really well, but it's just I haven't, you know, had the time to perfect it and everything. To, and, and you know, pass it on and put it out because thankfully, whatever we do, it's like so. Sometimes I'm on Facebook and I'll just share like the corn of the cop. Okay. And a lot of sudden, there's all these people like getting on the corn of the cop, and they're my workers will text me, "Did you post something on Facebook?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, well, "We sold like 50 banana splits every day today." You know, not good because if I share like a banana split picture. We're getting, well, I mean, we're getting full. I mean, we're selling over 50, 100 banana splits that day for sure. And I think that's cool because it, I mean, even like if Sue saw it, like if he saw that, well, I'm pretty sure he wants that burrito now. Yeah. When you post it, you're (laughs) like, oh, like I could really go for a banana split right now. I'm going to go. And then especially for like dairy or like what you have there, people will go and wait in line. See, that's the thing. I'm kind of lactose intolerant. I don't think I'm as bad as Edgar. Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. But sometimes... You have a restroom there too, by the way. Yeah, sometimes I, you know, screw it. (laughs) Hang around there for a while and... I'm not going anywhere this weekend. I'll... I'll stay home and use the restroom. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I didn't didn't know you guys carried uh, dairy-free. Yeah. Uh, But sometimes I would just, you know, take it for the team and be like, I'll, I'll take with, it. I'll deal with it later. The, <laughs> don't they make pills you could take? Yeah, I take like those pills. It. But the thing is, like, I just you take always... Pepto and then have your ice cream. Yeah, I had it in my good. box of Pepto. I have it at work too, <laughs> just in case somebody brings ice cream. Yeah, see, the thing is, like, you don't think about it sometimes. Like, exactly. sometimes when I've gone, I'm like, I didn't plan on going. You know, you just like you're hanging out with somebody. They're like, do you want to go to Michoacan? I was like, okay, let's go. You know, it's not like. I'm going to carry this because today I feel like I'm going to go to the Michoacana. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't happen like that. So that's why when people ask, like, how come you don't carry your pills? It's because I didn't know. It's yeah. like sure, out, of, sure. out of nowhere. So, But, yeah, dude, like, I am I kind of want a banana split now. That's just me. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> they're, they're pretty – they're really good. And, and, I mean, our pricing is the best. Yeah. It's, I, and the I, thing is a lot of people, like, 
why is it so cheap? Because I spend so much time on the leadership part, on the purchasing part of it. Mm-hmm. Where if I can get things cheaper, I can sell them cheaper. Mm-hmm. That's where I make my money, really, is if I can get it cheaper, if I call suppliers, I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy two pallets. How much? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll give you a bigger discount. You know what? I'm going to buy three. You sell it to me for this much. Now I just committed three pallets of chips. But now, I mean, Frito-Lay will send this to businesses for like a dollar, like a dollar forty. Mm-hmm. Retails are eighty nine. You're making forty cents, but I buy so much of it where I get it for eighty nine cents. Oh. But my competition is paying dollar forty. So me, I can sell it for a dollar forty. Their price, and I'm already making more than what they're gonna make. Wow! Because I spend all that time traveling, <coughs> meeting up with suppliers, doing con- agreements, saying I'm gonna commit to buying ten pallets of chips a month from you. It's a commitment, but I'm getting a hell of a price. Yeah. But guess what? Now I got ten pallets of chips that I gotta push out through my doors. Yeah, and those usually, I mean, chips have expiration dates. Yeah, shelf life. Yeah, so I'm saying it's a commitment or, or whatever. You know, next thing you know, since my workers are like, dude, you got a whole pallet of, th- of, you know, of this there. What are you going to do? I'm like, well, find a place for it. We're going to use it up. Yeah. You know, just. But that also forces you that now you have to find a way to sell that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and, and so the thing is, you, it's like I said, it's, it pushes you. you know, like, especially at this time right now, like, strawberries are so expensive. And I don't change my prices because it's. It's winter and, and you know, and it's ten bucks a pound of strawberries. You know, I'm not making any money, but come summertime, you know, if I commit to buying pallets of strawberries, you know, we got to make sure we pump them out because that's where I'm making my money. Did COVID <clears throat> ever affect the prices of your your food? Mm, yes, I mean, like gloves, mm-hmm. like those black latex gloves, okay. we're paying forty five bucks before the pandemic. Holy Dang. now, now we're paying one hundred thirty dollars for gloves. Oh, so it went up even more. No, yeah, no. This was this. That's the, the original price, was like forty five bucks for a case of like oh, okay. the gloves, right? Now we're paying one hundred and thirty, one hundred forty five dollars for a box of gloves. Holy shit! <laughs> and you got to use those. Yeah, I mean, we have to be because it's ready to eat food, right? Yeah, it's not going to be you know under a certain amount of temperature. Yeah, so people don't see that. I mean, is it affecting our profit? Yeah, because I'm not going to just go in there and raise the prices, but it's something that's business you observe and. And yeah. people notice that when you raise the prices, when you change prices, they're oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, even if it's just a little bit, they and, you know obviously it's it's it has to go up. Everything yeah. goes up. I mean, you know you yeah, you guys have full time job. You get yeah. a married increase every year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the cost of living goes up. We yeah. all get married increases, so it's only fair that if I have to get married increases, then that money's got to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. So yeah, I had a question when you first started. How did you know how much stuff to order? Like, cause I didn't know. You just kind of how were, how off were you? Like, were you having, like, so what I, less or? so my, when I did a project plan, right, mm-hmm. I did a whole project plan, it was like 50 pages long. Like, I researched the industry, I researched the area, how much I needed to make a day, how much I needed to make an hour, my overhead, it was just a whole project mm-hmm. plan, you know, and my sales for the year, I made it in two months. Oh, wow. A month and a half, to be exactly, they were open. So just wow. imagine how far I was off. Yeah. <laughs> so you were needing to order more stuff. You yeah, were, you I were was, trying to catch up. I, I mean, I, it was it was unbelievable. It was hard. It was very very hard because I still had my full time job. Yeah, right. But we were going through over a pallet of strawberries a week, and we were going through like I mean, it was unbelievable. The line was. So unbelievable. what do you owe that success to? Like, why do you think La Michoacana does so well? Um, when like. Ma, you know, other businesses are closing. I think you're I, thriving. I, I think because it's, it's the product, like the so much education we put into it. You know, like it's just you're never gonna replicate, like mm-hmm. flavoring of mango with 
real mango. I mean, we right. peel the, we have somebody full time. All they do is peel mangoes. Dang. Sixty hours a week. <laughs> all they do Jeez. for our mangonada, right? Yeah. But if you taste it, if you have the texture, like you, we process it, we yeah. blend the mango, but you're not going to always blend it 100%. You know, the texture's going to be there. And when, you can never replicate that. You can go to Sam's Club or wherever and buy mango flavoring, but I mean, that it's just, you cannot replicate the texture of real strawberries, of real kiwis. Mm-hmm. I agree you with know, that. A, I think real quality cuc- is... We have cucumber ice cream. I mean, it's just how do you replicate the texture of cucumber? Mm-hmm. You don't. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I think that's that's the biggest thing is everything is made with fresh fruit at one point. It was fresh. You know, like our ice cream, pina colada, it's got real pineapple chunks in there. And, you know, nothing at the store, it's going to replicate. Yeah, and like you that. keep that quality. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. you're not like, oh, like I'm going to get... Or make it less, uh, don't add so many ingredient, you know, like, or put less cucumbers, less whatever, and just, like, really yeah, dilute like, for that. For example, like, the fruit, people are like, well, just buy frozen fruit. I'm like, no, I would never touch that. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what it's like, but I won't waste my time. Because you I, fr- I know what's made me successful. Yeah. I know what's made it successful. Fresh fruit, fresh strawberries. People, they're cleaning out each single strawberry because we need 20 pounds for the ice cream, for the strawberry ice cream. 20 pounds of strawberries. <laughs> so how do you I mean the sea the whole texture the wayaba one yeah. you know you have to, how do you replicate that you don't yeah. unless you use a real fruit yeah. try with sesame seeds <laughs> you know so <laughs> that, that, that's another thing too is we, I spent so much time in to bring in well now we're bringing mangoes from Costa Rica we're bringing them from Brazil we bring mangoes from Mexico I mean to be honest man, Mexico is the only country that can produce the best mangoes yeah. right now the only mangoes that can get it from Brazil they're the worst mangoes ever <laughs> so it's just kind of you know like are they worse because they're like smaller or they're smaller? They just can't or? grow. They just can't grow mangoes. But it's just the time of the year where they're the only ones that are in season right now, and they're trying to provide the whole world with mangoes. You know, so dang. So it makes it t- like you have to. So when when is the perfect mango season? Like where the best mangoes come from? from like Mexico. middle of summer, yeah. Middle Mexico, of summer, yeah. I mean, me- Mexico produces really. Hawaii produces really, but they're so expensive from Hawaii, but. Mexico is the cheapest, but they produce really. But then again, their season is pretty short too, unfortunately. Do you feel like you'll get you'll save money if when you make one in Hawaii? No, because also no, because you have to ship other stuff that it'd be expensive. But you're also gonna price things. You know, people say Hawaii is expensive. Well, because everything's got to be, you know, thrown on a ship and go over there or, or in a plane. So, and and, and I find it and like, Mexico doesn't really like they produce certain things, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not like they. They produce everything, you know. Like here in the U.S., I mean, everything just comes in the same way. A lot of it is done here, but in Hawaii, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, j- just based on how y- you speak about your companies or like what you do, you can tell like he's really passionate about it. Yeah, it makes me want to go eat some ice cream. I mean, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> it's also ice cream. So like, I-, I see like where it would be hard to like want to stop, and it all comes back to like Troy. He's told me the same thing, you know. Um, it's all about you, you got to have the passion for something, and uh, I I can tell it's it's gonna be really hard to leave either one. But to me, I'm just saying like based on what we talked, I feel like you're more passionate about the ice cream. I, I think he's per- equally. Yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, <laughs> I think, I, well, I don't know yeah. you. I mean, well, the but. thing is, it's for me. It's like the the ice cream thing is just it's a getaway. It's kind of like what I do yeah. to kind of get my mind off of. My real job, stressful things, you know, I have oh, I can see that. Yeah. a lot of pressure, you know, I'm talking with CFOs, vice presidents, CIO, I mean, you know, I have a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. 
And versus here, it's like, I don't report to no one. See, <laughs> I can do whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then it's just, it, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of, a lot of stress, a lot mm. of, you know, pressure, but it, it's a different type of pressure. It's a different type of stress. Yeah. It, it's good stress, but, you know, it's, I, I enjoy it. I don't see it as a job, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun to go in there and get like, I'm all messy and I'm cutting mangoes and I'm like, let's try this, try that. I had a, I had a really good time today. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, like I said, I don't. I just met you, but just from this interaction, it seems like whatever you do, you want to do it the best possible way for you to be happy with that. Oh yeah, I mean, people are spending their money, their hard-earned yeah. money there. You know what I mean? You, I mean, you want to, I mean, give them what they're paying for, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, I'm grateful that they're like you decided to go and spend your hard money there. So yeah. I'm going to try and give you the best that I can. Mm-hmm. That's right, because cool. everybody says I work hard for my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Everyone does. Yeah. So to you and say, hey, I'm gonna go spend forty dollars at your place. For me, it's an honor, and I feel like I owe you something in mm-hmm. return, which is quality product. Wow. Well, there's what's up. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That shit is wild. And, like, and I'm grateful for like every single person that comes in because they have all their oh, choices. Yeah. They have, I mean, you know, it's they decide to come and spend their money there. So I, I feel obligated that I should give them safe quality food. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to spend a lot more money there now. I think he is. Yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I'm glad you came on and kind of explained like what you're about. Because everyone, uh, some people probably still mistake it that it's uh, you're still that, that corporate popsicle company. But it's it's not. It's yeah. completely different. It's original same thing, like you said, you thought it was somebody. And I know people, when I go in there and I walk around, people always ask, who owns this place? Who is the owner? Every day. Today mm-hmm. I was there. I heard it like five times. My workers will point at me, and you know, like I, I kind of hear in the background. I I do what I'm doing, yeah. you know, and they're like, "Oh, he's probably the son of the owner." Huh? Like, no, he <laughs> owns it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know, I'm not really there, so it, people don't really like understand that it's mm-hmm. like I'm local. You know, like yeah. I own it and, and I'm local. It's not this comp- corporate office out of New York or Chicago or California. Mm-hmm. No, you know, it's locally. Oh, owned. you can tell. You can tell right away by the taste. It's uh, it's not. Uh, corporate produced food you know what I mean like you know it's how not, you it's, not com- it's not commercialized yeah, no, it's not a exactly. commercial product yeah. like burrito no it's a commercial yeah because uh, yeah the pre- preservatives and stuff to keep it from spoiling on the, and there it's all natural well yeah it's, it's that's crazy yeah so like I said I'm glad you came on to explain that and I really don't have to tell people to go and visit because it's you have lines out the door all the time you know what yeah, I mean yeah the like, weekends normally and during the week it's getting like yesterday we had like the busiest Wednesday in the winter time is we've been open, oh, which I'm like I wasn't there. I wish I was there. To, I like to analyze things. Like, yeah, like why, why Wednesday? Why today? What's maybe going ask on? questions? And- you know, and I, I try to analyze little things when I I'm, I wish I was there more than I really am. But mm. um, you know, like and I asked my my employee at the end of the night when I called her to follow up, and I was like, why was it so busy? Like it's not very common. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had like the busiest. I mean, it was almost like a Sunday on a Wednesday. Yeah. She was like, it was it was the birthday parties. So now that gives me a marketing thing to target that mm. I have not been targeting before. It's now I'm at the drawing board. We're like, what can I do to offer for someone's birthday that's that's unique, that's gonna bring a group of people, mm. and it's gonna be, you know, a Sunday on a Wednesday. Almost like host exactly, parties, right there. Exactly. Like, no more like it's my birthday. I'm gonna go have like a nice big. You know, we'll just. So right now I'm having someone fabricate. I got a stainless steel. Like a whole bath, a little bathtub, and we're mm-hmm. just gonna jam it up with ice cream, make it look cool, and then that's my call mar- it like that's the birthday my mar- bonanza. That's my, that's my marketing strategy there. 
Um, because is, on Wednesday yesterday, it was birthday parties that made it so busy. Mm-hmm. So something we don't really market, we don't really target that. You know, like people come and have ice cream, but you also oh, you you're trying to design like a certain like. <clears throat> uh, this was just from yes from yeah. last night to right now. That's how much my brain thinks, you know. <laughs> and then I this morning I called one guy. I'm like, hey, I want you to make me a stainless steel, like a bathtub looking thing, and we're just gonna come up with some crazy name, you know. And it's just gonna be a lot so of ice cream. Kind of like it's your birthday, like you can yeah. get this right here. That's that's smart. to bring in that that audience that I have not been targeting because I didn't know how much how big of the business was. But I mean, if I can have that every day, you know, that busy every day for birthday parties, and and it's cool you think like that. Like, how can I make my weekdays, which for some depending on the company, can be some of your slowest time because usually people go out on the weekends and things like that. And you're able to see that and analyze it. And, do you use like Facebook ads and Instagram? Yeah, yeah, we do. Like we do a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, I do it all. Obviously, with my time, I don't put yeah. as much effort as I can. But I try to be engaged as much as I can. Like, I would do random like Amazon gift cards. Like, I would just be like the first customer to redeem this code can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of nice. my marketing. Do, do you and feel- my marketing thing is giving back. Like, for yeah. Halloween, I bought 75 Pizza Huts and gave it all away on Halloween. Oh, like, dang. people would come in for a slice of pizza, you know, and, and then leave. And because mm-hmm. growing up, in California, there was, uh, what was it, La Pizza Loca. Mm-hmm. And then um, they would do that for Halloween. And for us, it was like, we were kids, little kids. We thought it was like the coolest thing ever. You'd see your friends there in line. Everybody went. And for some reason, that size of pizza tasted the best pizza in the world just because it was on Halloween. So and free. It would, be, it would be cool to kind of bring that, you know, here. And I did the second year we do it. And, you know, like 75 pizzas for Pizza Hut wasn't cheap, you know. So that's kind of what I like to do is I like to give back my marketing strategy, mm-hmm. just giving back to my customers, customers that actually spend the money there, then, you know, put it on, um, so you, you know, do, spend all this money on different Well, not one thing goes such a long way, like what you're doing. Yeah, like our, that our, one our anniversary party. You know, we had a live group there. We brought tacos. I think that, that day we sold 900. We gave away 980 tacos. Mm-hmm. So oh, dang. that was a pretty... Damn. Expensive ticket for me. That's a lot of time. You know what I mean? We gave iWatches, AirPods. I mean, we had this guy that come in and give away churros. Like, it was it was, it was, was very expensive. It went over the budget. But I'm fine because I spend that money with people that support me since mm-hmm. I'm open. People that have come and spend their money there. You know, then me paying a billboard or an ad somewhere else where I'm like, well, I don't even know the people that actually come to me. Yeah, are you even getting anything out of it? So that's my marketing strategy, just giving back to my customers. And that also gives, that also gives like families, um, like for example, that memory that they'll, yeah. then, like if your business is successful, you got 10, 15 years, then maybe they have kids that they take there or it becomes a routine also. Like, yeah, and, like and it is. I mean, like the reason why I chose that location, which people are going to be like, it's silly, it's Winkles right there, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, People, if I could, people can make it like a tradition where like, okay, we're gonna go grocery shopping. People from out of town, yeah. and then we'll go to the Michoacana afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I bet that tons is of people do that. That's people's traditional. Yeah, it's it's routine. a routine. Yeah, routine. We go there, and then we go to the Michoacana, and then we head home. Did uh, Smith's closing have any effect on yourselves? Uh, maybe no. I mean, no. We've been nah. really busy. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it has a little bit because of traffic. People that go there, like, oh, let's see this place. Yeah. Let's check yeah. it out. Obviously, I'm sure that. But by that time, he's already built up a huge. Exactly. Car, so, so I mean, and then you're right next to a gym. So <laughs> then, I was about to ask you that. I was like, how many people have you seen that went to the gym and right? A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, coming in shorts. You know, they're always like, you know, coming in the shorts. But they're like, back all sweaty. But yeah, they were like, it. oh, I tried to control myself, but I just couldn't. 
Yeah, and not not everything that you have is like super bad. You're using like natural fruits. Yeah, and, yeah. And things I mean, like I, that, at so. the end of the day, it's ice cream. It. You should go eat an ice cream in front of the window <laughs> while they're working out. Yeah, right. Like some some <laughs> people, I remember some. I was there that day, and some lady is like, "Do you have anything like keto proof or anything like anything?" And I'm like, "Here's a water bottle, man." <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, which yeah. I was like, hopefully she bites into the joke. If not, I'm in trouble. You know, she laughed at all. She had thought it. Was, she thought it was funny, but yeah, we. we <laughs> but it's it's hard to come in, you know, it, to like, <clears throat> shop snacks and, and try to find something zero calories. I'll give you a water bottle. <laughs> and, do you ever run into those people like, oh, is this uh, gluten free? Is this like this is that? And cause... um, yeah. What yeah. about sugar free? No, we don't have anything sugar-free. Okay, the reason I ask is the agua, the pepino con limón. It's amazing, by the way. Amazing. Yeah. But I've got to know, like, how much sugar actually goes into that. Is it pretty bad? No, it's not as bad. It's not as bad? Uh, Because it doesn't taste, like, super sugary, but it's mm -hmm. delicious and it's refreshing. But it's like, uh, I'm sure this... We don't use artificial sweeteners. I can. I can tell you I can use a drip of this super concentrated sugar, but it's just... It's, it's science, chemicals, and it's... Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you expect a whole liter of sugar to equal one drip of this chemical? I really eat the sugar and then consume this chemical that, yeah. you know, one drip is going to equal to one liter of sugar. So, Because, I mean, like, like the way I tell my workers was, like, this is going to kids' mouth. It's going to your kids'. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your family comes in. So we want to make sure we're, we're safe and, and it's quality, you know, because... My kids go in there and eat it. Their kids go in there and eat it. And, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we just, we're not going to do anything that our kids are not. And you know, we're not cool okay with our family. For... You know what I mean? So we're never cut corners. We're never going to use artificial anything just because it's going to save me a few bucks here and there. Now, I, you know, price of sugar skyrockets. Well, guess what? It is what it is. My sales guy, I'm like, hey, we have this artificial sugar sweetener. You should try it. Not have to spend all this money on sugar. I'm like, I don't care. Don't even bring it into my doors. That's that's cool that you think that, like that. Some most people would be like, let's cut costs wherever we can. Exactly. We're and already it, at know, this and point. Like I said, you know, like my family comes in, my nieces, nephews, friends, other kids. You know, I don't want to know that I'm doing something wrong and it's going into their mouths. When do you plan on opening Rigby? The second week of February. That's oh, that's so it's a, coming that's, up. That's we might be able to go during our breaks. I know. Let's just drive over there. Yeah, I'll show you guys some. Pictures. It's really really cool. I'm oh, really, you. It's, get, it's coming along, okay. Yeah, Where are you the, located? The demo, it's right off of Main Street by uh, VSLA. And okay. while you're looking for that, what made you decide on that location since this other one had a specific location? Yeah. Like, what made you decide on there? Uh, so that one is pretty mm -hmm. central. Kind of, it's kind of a rustic. Oh rustic yeah, that's feel. way different. Like all the fixtures, yeah, all the fixtures. Like I put like this, this board, rustic board on the walls, and mm -hmm. like made it really kind of rustic yeah, feel. You know, yeah. I still have a lot of work to do on it, kind of fun to touches. But um, I don't know. I just I really feel like I'm, I live in Sorry. Rigby, right? So I just felt like it would be fun, and we would bring that concession trailer to Rigby, and it'd mm -hmm. be super busy. Okay, yeah, it's not by no grocery stores. You didn't have that same no. game plan. Oh no, it's right behind Brolin's. Oh, right behind Brolin's. Right, right behind Brolin's. Oh, that's yeah. not too far from Tops. Yeah, I sent oh. him to Brolin's once he came to Edelfalls. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally right <laughs> right behind Brolin's. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's literally just poly. So, I mean, you guys Brolin's. heard it first. Like, to those local people, February, is, is that a for sure date? No, I mean, February, <laughs> he's like, whoa. No, no, I, I, mean, I haven't even marketed everything. I have, I'm, I'm pretty behind on that, to be honest. So, so, about February. Yeah, I have to be open by Valentine's Day. 
You should oh, do it by because yeah. the fifteenth is my birthday, so I can because go celebrate New that. Year's Eve, New Year's Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, I was there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Me and my my worker were there, you know, nailing and putting fixtures up and painting and. Because people don't realize that that stuff takes a long time. I remember when uh, I would go in and check out Troy's spot. Oh yeah, just like well, there's so many moving parts. You have the plumber, you have the electrician, you have so many moving parts where it's just. And you run part. into situations where you didn't think like, oh, like we gotta do this, like out of nowhere. It wasn't even in your uh, build plan or anything like that. Like, oh, you have those hiccups all the time. You know that it's kind of unexpected, but like right now, my biggest one is the freezers. Some because of because of COVID, the freezers are people are hoarding the freezers. Yeah, remember yeah, yeah. so now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we've been delaying. Everything was like, well, we don't, we can't get the freezers. So Wonder finally, why. on their way. Do you have an idea? Have they told you an idea why? Yeah, like, we'll be here the first week of February. The first week week yeah. of February. Yeah, that's why there's no freezers. Yeah, I mean, no, there's there's back order. They're just people are hoarding them. Oh, that's when you're gonna get. Because, yeah, that's when I, I get the people freezers. People started buying a bunch of food and they haven't. Yeah, exactly. Where to place uh, it? So they need the freezer. Yeah, and, the, and my food. freezer, display freezers yeah, with the glass yeah. top, so you can kind of look over. Yeah. You know, and I call it everywhere. I'm like, I'll drive to Chicago if I have to. I'll drive anywhere to go get them. And everybody, I mean, they all come from overseas and the whole pandemic. I mean, it's just so many moving parts. So people hoarding them. I mean, you go to Lowe's right now, you're not gonna find a chest freezer. Even yeah. just a regular, I got any chest freezers for the back. And I ordered them, and they were six weeks out. Oh, dang. But I ordered them, like, way, like, a while ago. I already have them, but... I sell yeah. my freezer on eBay. I mean, you know, the chest freezers, they're, they're very, very hard to, to come by. And so the ones that I needed with the glass top, they're even harder. So yeah. that's why the, 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 yeah. the delay, but we should be ready to go. Well, hopefully. I'm looking forward to it opening. You know yeah, what I mean? Go it'll be fun. It'll be a, different, it'll be a cozier contents. thing. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be really, really fun. Yeah, and then I mean, you're doing the mobile ones. You're you're still doing your software. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're all over the place. Like, I'm, I, I'm impressed. I got told like what you do a little bit, but you don't really get to know unless you talk with you. You know what I mean? Like, you get yeah, to know. Have like, you ever seen me in the streets? I'm like, oh, look at that guy. He's just some random random dude with blonde hair. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's kind of what I like to. You know, I like I like to say kind of like what I say under the radar. I'm yeah. Just, you know, just kind of do my own thing. You no know, one will ever. You know, with yeah. that, like I said, in the summer, I'm wearing Vans, long socks, shorts, and a t-shirt. Yeah. And it, never <laughs> same person, too. Oh, that's cool. And like I said, I'm really impressed. I'm extremely grateful that you came and just sat no, down and talked. I know you're sorry, busy. Sorry it took so long to get in oh, here, no. but it was always in the back I of my mind. I understand why. He, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, he got here before mind. me because you said that, that was his trip. Yeah, he was outside. Yeah. I was I was on the phone yeah. with, with, the, with my team from India, actually. Yeah, see, wow. and, I, and I figured, and that's why, like I said, thank you for coming because I know you're busy, you know what I mean? It, it, it's hard to find that time, and why it took you so long, I'm, I'm not even worried. I was yeah. more worried about, I didn't want to be bugging you. Yeah, I no, no, like, no, and, and I was worried, like, I don't want him to feel like I'm not interested, like, I was dying to do this, like, I thought it was my first one, I thought, oh, why did I tell your price, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he literally had, like, kind of dragged me out of there, <laughs> you know, he's like, we'll make it happen, and, and then, and I... And I felt so bad because I know I've been pushing you off, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. And yeah. I was like, I needed to make it happen. And I'm like, dude, put something on my calendar. Because if you don't put it on my calendar, it's never going to happen. I should have probably told you that from the beginning. Probably, yeah. I should have. If, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't happen, to be honest. Yeah, and that was, uh, I knew he was legit as soon as he's like, hey, send me a calendar invite. I'm like, holy shit, I never had to send one of these to like a podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew, I've done it before, but like this was the first time that I got like a guest said, hey, can you like put it down my calendar? And I'm like, you know, you gave me your email and because everything. Because all, like all my calendars sync to one calendar. So, like, my boss can be like, oh, Gabriel's available at this time. So, yeah. I'm going to book him at that time. 
Wow. So if you block my calendar, it blocks for all doing that. of everything that I have going on, you know. Completely so that's why free. I said block block it now because if not, somebody's gonna yeah. it's gonna try and grab me that time. So that's kind of what that's well, why I tell you make sure you block my schedule yeah. for that time. But like I said, I'm 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 extremely grateful you you came and I'm glad you were yeah. able to chat Whole with us. Whole new appreciation for loving Chocana. Yeah, like I have a <laughs> thank you. Guys. I have a I had a cool. I'll say I'll tell you after we're done. But yeah. like, I, I had a a good view of La Michoacana before I even met you. I'll, like I said, I'll explain to you. But now it's like a whole new level of appreciation. Oh, yeah. You, you see like, like, the quality is there. You know, the, the passion is there. Like, everything is there. A lot so of hard work. A lot sure. of hard work is there. A lot of hard work. And especially in the uh, creative department, you're coming up with new things, yeah, and, which is cool. And I learned something, too, all, as well, that where he got the idea, just change it up a little bit. And change it up a little bit. Put different colors on it. There you go. There you go. But like thank you for coming. Uh, if if you guys are depending on when you guys listen to this, go check it out. His new new spot in Rigby. If you guys are local, uh, I say local because he's not gonna deliver it to you. And we have listeners all over the world too. So is really, yeah, but like in a but, different but, state. Oh, but no. you'd be surprised. People no. from Salt Lake come over here. Oh People yeah. People from Twin, from Jackson, they'll come with their coolers. You'd be like, could you please make this work to where it lasts? <laughs> and I have my guy. He's a, like putting ice and like salt and like aluminum foil because these our product travels a lot i mean it goes to salt lake oh. all the time and it goes to like checks and freaking 40 50 100 popsicles to kind of last them for a week and they'll give it to their relatives so our product goes a long that's way crazy. and i think that's where I, yeah if you visit idle falls gotta visit let me check idle falls or rigby soon uh, hopefully around February. Yeah, if you go on Sundays, you see like all of Jackson Hole, you know, there. Because <laughs> you know, I see them in line, they're like, hey. And they're like, oh, we come from Jackson. You know, and they're just like, oh, yeah, all of Jackson's here. Look. They, I don't know the people, but I mean, yeah. it's a very yeah. nice feeling that, yeah, like I, I said, it's a tradition. People come and stock up on groceries and they, they go over for a treat and they head home. Dang. Put your belly's full. <laughs> his, his, uh, the way he targets his market is amazing. I, I think that's yeah. amazing. So, like I said, Thank you again for coming on. Um, hopefully later on we can get you on again. I'm, I'll, I'll book you. You know, to, for, you know, if you put it on my calendar, it's for sure. Like it's just because because you know. I want to see where you're at in like about like six months. How that one's doing? Like just where even you're as at. a guest, you know, even as a like one of these guys, I would love to do it. You yeah. Know? Oh shit. With, with awesome. someone else, you know, I'm, I'm I can throw some good curveball questions at people oh, for man. your next guest. Okay. Make your brain think a little bit. Make it exciting, right? So as long as you put it on my schedule on my calendar, I'll be here. Yeah, we'll definitely make it happen. Like I said, I'm really impressed by you, by the way. Like, uh, And I'm sure these guys are as well. Very, yeah. Uh, so like I said, again, thank you for coming on. For those listening, go, go and check out. Uh, if you're local, if you're not local, drive. If you're in New York, drive down. Uh, <laughs> you, you won't regret it. You'll love it. Visit Idol sure. Jackson and things <laughs> like that. Again, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you guys for joining me today. No, and thank you, guys. We'll see you guys on the next one. Okay, cool. Later. See you guys. Say bye, Gabe. See you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>